Yes, people, here we go again. Yes, it is Wednesday, so that means another episode of Chin Check. And today, people, we are going to be looking back at last night's Dana White's Contender Series number one. You know what I mean? Season four has just kicked off. So yeah, we're going to look at that And we're also going to be taking a look at Lewis v. Olenek It's taking place at the weekend UFC on ESPN Plus 32 Oh, it's a fun card, people So uh, yeah, that's this week's episode So um, yo, let us get it going What? Hey yo, so it is always good when we got Dana White's contender series to look forward to. And um yo, we had some fun fights. Had some fun fights. Oh man, especially the first one. Although it made no sense whatsoever. It really made no sense. It was crazy. You know, we had uh was it Jose Flores against Jordan Lavette. And, you know what I mean, Flores just went hard with the takedowns, went real hard trying to get those submissions on LeVette, who, you know, (laughs) has got, like, some great jiu-jitsu skills. So, yeah, it, it was an odd, very odd choice, because, you know, looking at the record... Just submitted everyone. And it's just different types of submission as well. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just, you know, someone's just doing, like, rear naked. So, so you know, all right, I can fight that. But when it's everything, it's like, uh, okay. I need to keep an eye on that person for sure. But, uh, you know, yeah, it, it was crazy. And the, f- and the thing with it as well, LaVette. Always looked just so comfortable. You know, Flores was, you could see how, like, he was trying so hard to get those moves and to do, but Levette always just looked super comfy. And then, Ink, one of those slams definitely hurt Flores, but it was just that arm choke. You know what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? He was still in guard when he got it. Still in guard. Like, you know what I mean? He's not fully in a position, but yo, that squeeze must have been crazy. So, uh, yeah, that was a decent fight. That was a great fight, man. Lovett looked just mad skill. I don't know about doing the splits every time. Oh. I can imagine that going wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it's just painful to look at it, you know what I mean? Like, the next fight, um, Jerome Rivera against uh, Luis Rodriguez. I mean, it was, a, it was a tough fight. It was, a you know what I mean, very close. I did think Rodriguez had won it. 30-27 was insane. 
in. That was just an insane. Like that fight, it's close. There is, you know, there's a round in it either way. It's no one one all three rounds. This is a ridiculous thing to kind of think about, right? Um, I I think the big thing possibly why. Was because Rivera got the reach and he was throwing a lot of those pitter patter kicks that you could see weren't powerful kicks, but they're just range kicks, right? And then Rodriguez got in close and was like, <laughs> hitting. It was very scrappy though. It was a scrappy fight. It looked looked like they were rushing a lot. I wish I get. This is your opportunity to possibly get a contract. It, yeah, it must be crazy, right? Um, but yeah, it was, you know, interesting Rivera got that decision. The next fight was, god damn it. Man, Uros a medic against Mikey Gonzalez and medic. He looks, he looks something, man, he really does, like, he had just those body kicks, just all his kicks, just really, just powerful, but clinical, you know, the way he put everything together, he shot, like, he was just picking the right spot, not just Throwing just to throw. Uh, like Gonzalez, he he landed that first spinning um wheel kick, which was probably a bad thing. Because then he was just like, oh, landed one. Let me try it again. And let's do it again. And let's go again and again. And uh, it's just like he wasn't even in range most of the attempts he made. Which was just like, ah, dude, you're going to wear yourself out doing this. But also, with the first kick that he did land, you could, you you saw there wasn't a whole ton of power in it. So it's like, you know, it's a tiring move to do when it probably isn't going to knock someone out. You know what I mean? Like, you could see the... Di- like, when you look at, like, an Edson Barbosa. Like, the kick he landed on Terry Etam. That was a powerful fucking kick. You know what I mean? That, you, that was just straight up. So, there's a difference in those techniques. But, yeah, Medic, the way he just dismantled Gonzalez was... Man, that was something. That was something. But, I I thought it was... Super nice The fact that Medic was like Yo, I gotta give Gonzalez props Because if he hadn't come out and fought If he hadn't come at me I couldn't have put on that performance He took the fight on short notice And I got a fa- I, I thought that was super classy And you know what I mean Especially at this stage Right? No one knows who the fuck you are. You're not superstars. And you could get to the the UFC and then lose all your fights and be back on the regional. So 
it's like, hey, keep it respect. You know what I mean? Just show that humility. And um, yeah, Medic did. And he also showed that killer fucking instinct. So yeah, boy. And then the main event, um, you know, Dustin Jacoby. Like I remember him in the UFC, and I rem- I watched him in Glory. So it was interesting. And then Ty Flores, man, this fight was crazy. And it was interesting as well, because all the talk beforehand, Flores being like, you know, (laughs) Jacoby, he ain't got power, he ain't got this, I'm going to knock him out, I'll easily knock him out. And it was just like, watching them, Jacoby's stand-up was so much better than Flores is. Yo, Flores didn't didn't seem like he had that much power in his shots. The thing Flores had was just insane durability because he got hit with shots and you were just you thought oh shit he's gonna go down and he didn't. It it was Insane, it was crazy Although I did think the ref could have stopped it in the second round You know, and then it was just like The wind floor is landed at that knee at the end of the second You're just like, oh man That would have been a horrible way for Jacoby to have lost that fight, man Um, And yeah, you know, they were both super gassed in the third But, you know, it is what it is but yeah, it was you know, up until that third round, Jacoby just put on a clip. Like he's striking everything so crisp. He showed his experience. So that was a good it was a good performance. You know, and when the contract went out, yeah, it all made sense, right? All of those made sense because I didn't see Rivera getting a contract even though he won because it was a scrappy, sloppy fight, right? So, um, yeah, you'd want to see a bit more before bringing in. But Levet just, you know, super slick, good on the mic, same with Medic. And, yeah, Jacoby, it's just that redemption story. So, hey, this was a fun week. You know, we lost the fight, unfortunately. But, yeah, still good. Still pumped, man. Looking forward to the nine to follow. Two and a half months of Contender Series. Damn. (laughs) Hey, you you can't ask for more on a Tuesday night, right? (laughs) Okay, people, so at the weekend, we've got another great card. It's Derek Lewis against Alexi Olenek in the main event. All right. So, um, you know, it's, it's a quite a big card, right? It's got quite a few fights on this time. I mean, if they uh, all go ahead, that is right. So yeah, it's scheduled for 12 
And um, it's going to be taking place from the apex. Uh, so um, it will start off with Erwin um, Riviera against Ali Alquazi. Okay, so Riviera is a nine and five. He made his UFC debut um, in May. With a loss to Giga Chidezi. That was on the Overeen Harris card. Um, and that was his UFC debut. You know. Uh, before that he'd been in Titan. Um, yeah he's got a lot of knockouts. Just one submission. Uh, you know. So yeah. We imagine that. He's going to be looking to uh, end the fight with his hands, right? Uh, Now, he's going to be going up against Ali Alquazi, who is the first fighter in the UFC from Jordan. He's 8-3. This is going to be his UFC debut. So, he's fought previously in Brave Brave CF... I believe he was the champion there. I might be wrong, you know. But uh yeah, you know, he's um he's got a few submissions. You know, that does seem to be how he does like to end things. You know, just just one kind of um stoppage with the hands. But that was a while back, 2016, so you can imagine, uh, yeah, Quasi, he's looking to um, end it on the ground somehow, Uh, though his last two fights have gone to the decision, Um, I think I'm probably going to go with uh, Riviera here, you know, I just think he's... um, you know, he's he's fought uh in May, right? So that's that's always a good look. You know, just to have something a little bit, you know, regular on the um on your schedule. And um, you know, quasi he hasn't fought since November last year. So uh yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with um Riviera on that one. So next up we go um yeah we've got who have we got? We have got Yusuf Zalal against Peter Barnett. Uh so this is a featherweight fight. Uh, the last was Bantamweight. Yeah, I forgot to say, didn't I? Um, but yeah, so this one, like, it's going to be interesting for sure, right? Uh, so let's take a look at the records. Now, Slippery Pete, he's 11 and 3. So he's coming to UFC from, you know, the Contender Series. Um, which he, uh, yeah, he fought on last August, so this is going to be his debut, right, Um, you know, 
he's mainly, uh, you know, he's mainly a knockout guy. He's got a couple of submissions, but uh, yeah, he's he's mainly looking to end it with the hands, you know. Um, now his opponent, right? So uh, the Moroccan Devil Zalau. Um, we saw him just um the other month, right? So he fought uh. Jordan Griffin, um, and he got the win on the Poirier hooker card, that went to decision, and, um, he made his UFC debut in February on the Jones-Reyes card, right, where he had the decision over Austin Lingo, so, uh, yeah, he's, um, definitely keeping himself busy, right, and, um, Zalau, so he's um, got a couple of stoppages, but yeah, he will hunt for the submissions. He will hunt for the submissions. Ah, oh, man, this is. Hmm. I think Zalau will get this one because, you know, Barrett, he hasn't fought since August, right? So he's going to be a little rusty. And, uh, you know, I think Zalau, he's, he's fought under these weird conditions right now. So he's not going to mind, um, you know, the, the, all the procedures you're going to have to go up against and all of that. Though, Barrett did fight on the Contender Series, so he is kind of used to, you know, the empty arena and all of that kind of thing. But yeah, I'm going to go as allow. So then uh, we're sticking in the featherweight division. And we got Justin Janus. Uh, and he's fighting uh, Gavin Tucker. So uh, yeah, this this should be fun. So, um, you know, guitar hero Janus. We saw him um, on the Blades Volkov card. Right where he got that. Quick finish of Frank Camacho So yeah that was in June Right Um, And yeah Janus does like to end it with his hands But Right he's got five submissions as well (laughs) So yeah he's pretty rounded He is pretty rounded And um, you know He's going against the newfound terror Right, so uh, yeah, Tucker, he's eleven and one, um, but he hasn't fought since July twenty nineteen. He was on the Holloway Edgar card. Um, they're kind of similar, you know, like um, Tucker, he's got four stoppages and five submissions. You know, so yeah, they're they're kind of similar. Um, the the real difference is that, uh, you know, Tucker's only lost once, right? He's only lost once, and Janus, he's lost four times. But so Tucker's eleven and one, and Janus is sixteen and four. Now I do think the fact again, Janus fought in June. I think that's very important, right? Because. 
you know, he's used to this shit. And um, it, with they're both having kind of similar, similar kind of records and abilities, right? They're also kind of similar on the age front. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Janus. I think he's going to take this one. Uh, so then we jump up to the middleweight division. We got Andrew Sanchez, who is 11 and 5, against a Wellington. Herman, who is 16 and 3. So, uh, El Dorit, old Sanchez, uh, he's coming off a loss, right? So, um, yeah, he he lost to Martin Vittori, but that was October last year, you know? Um, Man, he's been in the UFC for a while now, though. Uh, so he came to the UFC in July 2016 with a win over Khalil Roundtree. Um, that was for the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. So, yeah, he was the Ultimate Fighter champion. Um, yeah, like, he's he's kind of bit up and down. You know, hasn't really been able to put together a complete run or anything like that. He's got kind of five stoppages in his career, two submissions. Right? Uh but yeah, he's going up against Wellington Terman, who uh yeah, he's coming off a, a win over Marcus Perez. Now that was November last year, right? On the Blackovich Jackeray card. Um so yeah, they kind of They've been out roughly for the same kind of amount of time, which, you know, ain't that kind of helpful for both of them, right? Um, now, Turman, he's got four KOs, seven submissions on his, uh, on his record. Um, yeah, this will be his third fight in the UFC. Um, you know what? I think, I think Terman gets it, yeah, I think, um, you know, I think he's going to grab this one, but uh, it's definitely going to be a close situation, so next up, we drop down to the lightweight division, we got Nazrat Hagagast against Alex Munez, um, this is an interesting one, Right, so uh, Hasragast, he's 11 and 3, coming off, oh man, it was a vicious KO from Drew Dober, that was in January on the McGregor Cormier, um, Cormier, McGregor Cerrone card, uh, yeah, before that he was, you know, on a little bit of a run, He'd beat Mark DeCasey, um, Philbert Gullit, and Joaquin Silva. So he'd been doing well. But yeah, just that oh, terrible uh, knockout. Um, now, he has got nine KOs in his 11 wins. So, uh, yeah, he's heavy with the hands, you know, just three defeats. 
so yeah, he's a good fighter, man. He is a good fighter. Um, but he's going up against Alex Munez, who is six and and0 and making his um yeah UFC debut. So he fought on a contender series. He got the win over Nick Newell last time out, but uh, yeah, he didn't get a contract. Uh, but you know, hey, that's the thing with the contender series. Even if you don't get a contract. If the performance was decent, you're on the radar, you know, so you get opportunities like this. Um, so he's got two two stoppages, one submission. Hmm. Now he last fought October. Right? October last year. So I think that um Nazarat will get this one. Like he fought in January, he's heavy-handed. So yeah, I think uh I think he's gonna grab that. So hey, it was promised last week and the UFC they do usually keep their word on these things. Kevin Holland is on the card. Um and he's gonna be fighting UFC newcomer Jackie Buckley. So this is a middleweight clash. Alright, so let's take a look. Alright, so um Buckley or New Manza, he's uh he's ten and two. You know, so um he's been fighting for LFA in his last two fights. Um before that he'd been in Bellator for a while, you know? So yeah, I think he, he's fought at a decent level. Um and he last fought, oh shit, he fought recently, so uh, yeah, he um, he knocked out Jackie Goosh at the end of July, <laughs> so yeah, he, he has been busy, right, so um, hey, it was in round two, so I'm imagining, obviously he didn't pick up too much damage, otherwise he wouldn't get this fight, you know, um, He's got seven knockouts on his record. So, yeah. Decent. You know. No one to um, sneeze at. But he is fighting the trailblazer. <laughs> so, Holland is 17 and 5. He's got eight KOs. Eight submissions. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... Yeah, he is a tough opponent. Um, now we know he's coming off the the win against Anthony Hernandez. Uh, so that was on the Overeem Harris card in May. Um, yeah, I'm. You know, Holland is just a handful. You know, so yeah, I I wouldn't want to make my uh, debut against him. So I'm gonna say that uh, yeah. Holland is going to, uh, he's going to take that one. So then we go to the main fight on the prelims. We got Tim Dirty Bird Means against Loreno uh, Starapoli. Um, so yeah, this is a welterweight clash. So El Matador, he is 9-2. and two. He's coming off a loss. So he, um, yeah, 
he fought on the Maya Askarin card in October last year, and he um, came up short against Muslim Salakov. I mean, Salakov isn't a joke, so yeah, you know, that's yeah, it's nothing to be uh, you know looked at badly. It went the distance, right? Went three rounds. Um, his other two UFC fights. He beat Hector Aldana and Tiago Alvarez. So, you know, he's fought some tough dudes. Definitely fought some tough dudes. Uh, so he's got five KOs, two submissions on the record. Um, but, yeah, he's fighting Tim Means, right? So um, the dirty one. Who's got a ridiculous record, 29 and 12. You know, 19 KOs, 5 submissions. It's just like, what? Um, now, the last time we saw Means, it was in February, right? It was on the Anderson Blakovich card. Um, and unfortunately, Tim went against Daniel Rodriguez. Like, the thing with that fight... Uh, yeah, Means started well Means started well It was just Rodriguez He he came on at the end of the first round Where he landed a huge shot And then just picked up in the second round You know But uh, yeah, he's tough You know, he's tough um, Before that like means beat Tiago Alvarez, but then before that he lost to Nico Price. You know, it's been a bit of a up and down situation for means. Um Yeah, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one. Like we know means is tough. You know, there's no doubt about that. But I kind of feel that of late, he does seem to lose concentration, you know? Because, like, as I said, in the Rodriguez fight, he he was doing really well. But it was just a, a real, just a lapse in concentration. And he got clipped. And then there was just, you know, no real coming back. The same thing happened in the Price fight. And Strapapoli, he's just, grr, he's tough. You know what I mean? He's tough, right? So, yeah, I think he's going to get it. I think he's going to get one of his biggest wins um, so far. You know, so, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Lorena Strapapoli. Um, but, yeah, that, hey, should be a fun fight. You know, should be a fun fight. But, yeah, definitely a good, good crop of fights in the prelims, people. That, um, you know, take us nicely into the main card. Okay, so we kick the main card off with a lightweight fight between the Banal Dayarush and Scott Holtzman. So, um, yeah. That's going to be decent, right? Uh, so, Hot Sauce, he's 14 and 3, coming off a couple of good wins. 
So in the last outing in February on the Anderson Blokovic card, he beat Jim Miller. And then before that, on the Covington Lawler card, he beat Dong Hong Mai. Um, so yeah, not bad. He's um yeah, had some decent fights in the UFC. Uh five KOs, two submissions on the record, you know. So uh yeah, hot sauce is on a hot streak. <laughs> but he is fighting for now Diarush, who is eighteen and four. Four KOs, eight submissions. Um, and he's currently on a four-fight win streak. Uh, last time out, he had that big KO stoppage of Dakar close. Um, he got a submission over Frank Camacho and a submission over Drew Dober. And went to decision with uh, Tiago Moyes, who's, um, yeah, who's tough. You know what I mean? He's tough. So, um, yeah, hey, this this is going to be a fun fight, but I think um, Dariush takes it. Yeah, I've, I've got my money on a Dariush in uh, this one. But, uh, yeah, it's a great way to start the main card. Then we go to Yana Kutsunsaya against Jolja uh, Stolarenko. Uh, so this is a bantamweight card, uh, bantamweight fight card, bantamweight fight even. So, um, <clears throat> Stolarenko, she is a nine and three. Yo, this is a UFC debut. She last fought in Invicta um, on the Phoenix series um in March. So there she beat Lisa Varusa. Um was a split decision. Um I mean that's decent. You know, because it was in March. Uh then but I think it was yeah, it was just before the crazy but she is currently on a five-fight win streak. Um, she's got a... It seems she's been fighting in... Um, King of Kings. You know, she's... Uh, yeah, she's been there for a while. Now, she was in the Ultimate Fighter. You know, so she was in... Um, it was season 28. Right, so it was the whole um, looking for a a flyweight champion. It was that. It was that situation, uh, but she um, lost on the finale against Lee Letson, and um, yeah, didn't looks like didn't get a contract. But you know, this is what happens, right? You um, you know. You lose that fight, but then you go on a five-fight tear in the regionals, and you get the call-up. So, uh, yeah, interesting. So, she's got eight submissions on the record. So, you know, not 
bad. Now, she is fighting Foxy Ayana Kutsunsaya, who is 12 and 5. Um, so, she's got uh, 7 knockouts, 1 submission. Ooh. Now, she's coming off a loss. Right, so she, it was a um, a knockout by um, Aspen Lad on the Overeen Rosen Strut card. Uh, before that, she'd won two. Marion Renew took her to decision, and the same with Lena Lazensberg. Um, she too came to the UFC via the content. Um, sorry, Invicta. Um, her debut was, oh, was a rough one. <laughs> she uh, she stepped in as a late replacement um, against Cyborg. I think I believe at the beginning of that fight she um, went for a heel hook. <laughs> yeah, I think she Imamari rolled and went for a heel hook. So yeah, you know, she's been around. She's done her thing. You know, she's fought Tonya Evinger, um, you know, for the Invicta belt back in the day. Yeah, so she's tough. She is tough. Um, but, you know what, I kind of feel, because most of her fights do end up on the ground, right? And that's where... Stolarenko is, um, you know, that's where she's a whiz. So I think um, Stolarenko might get the upset here. Because, you know, when you've um, submitted eight, you're no slouch on the ground. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Stolarenko on a return to the UFC. Uh, so now we go up to the middleweight. And we've got Darren the Dentist Stewart against Mackie Pelotto. Which, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's going to be fun, you know? So coconut bombs will be a flying. Pelotto is um, 13 and 5, 7 KOs, 3 submissions. Um, he beat. Chris Bird in his last outing, which, hey, that was a tough fight, you know, but, um, yeah, Mackie really looked good, really looked good, powerful shots, right, so that was on the uh, Nunez Spencer card in June, um, came to the UFC via the Contender Series, lost his debut to Carlton Potter, um, but, yeah, Really show improved in the last one. Um, but yeah, he's going up against the dentist, who is eleven and three, seven knockouts on the card. Um, is coming off a loss, so in a weird situation because, you know, flights got shut down in March and all of that. Stuart jumped on, I think it was the last Cage Warriors card um, that took place. So Cage Warriors 113. And he lost that fight. 
right? He lost to um, Bartosz Fabinski. Um, yeah, it went to a decision. It, like, he did... I don't know, he just looked very... Stiff, kind of. You know, it was a, it was an odd situation. It was an odd situation. Now, the interesting thing is, right? So, Fabinski, he's been fighting in the UFC. So, like, although you know, he lost to you know, Stewart lost to him at Cage Warriors. It's one of those ones of. Because I think I heard Chael say that it was kind of classified as a UFC fight. Because they're both UFC fighters. But, mm, I don't know. But yeah, Stuart didn't look great in that fight. He just looked very, very off. You know, very uh, flat-footed, as it were. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's tough. Before that, he'd beat um, Darren Wynn and Bevon Lewis. You know, um, lost to Ed Edmund Shabazian, um, but yeah, also beat Chris Bird, Eric Spicely. He he's had some tough fights in the UFC. Um, I don't know. As, yeah, that last performance was really flat. Really flat. And I, I think he's... Like, in the last two fights... You know, the Darren win was a split decision. And that was very... That really could have gone either way. Like, the Bevan Lewis fight... That was... Like, he did fight well in that one. But... Yeah, Stuart, he, he's just been a little bit up and down of late. So I think I'm going to go with... Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Coconut Bombs on this one. You know? I think um, Pitoli might um, might do the biz. You know? Also, you know, they've got the same amount of knockouts, but Pitoli's got the submissions as well. So yeah, I I think um yeah I think Pitoli grabs it. Um, so then we get to the main the co-main event of the of the night. We got Chris Weidman against Amari Akhmedov. Uh, so it's a middleweight fight. Weidman's back to middleweight, which I kind of feel is a bit like ah you know. He could have stayed at light heavy. I don't know, I don't know, but, you know, he's up against the Wolverine, who is 20 and 4, 7 KOs, 5 submissions, he is currently on a, ooh, 6 fight win streak, okay, so 5 wins, 1 draw, uh, Ian Heinish, that was December last year, on the Usman Covington card, 
Zach Cummings before that, Tim Bosch. It's a draw against Marvin Vittori. He's fought some tough dudes. Fought some tough dudes. He is, you know, he's been in the UFC since ooh, 2013. So yeah. But, you know, does I don't know. Like injuries I think have kind of hampered his you know, his career. But yeah, he is tough. He is tough. But he's going up against Weidman. And um, you know, the all American, fourteen and five, six KOs, four submissions. And look, we know Weidman has been on a uh, just a bad streak of late. He's five and one in his last six, you know? Um, but he's fought tough people. It's not like he is just, you know, fought easy fights. So he lost the belt to Rockhold. Then he went up against Yoel Romero, which he was winning. That was a nuts thing. He was winning that fight until he got caught with the knee. Then there's the Gerard Masasi fight. Um, he beat Kelvin Gastelin. Then there's... Ricardo Souza, you know, that fight again, he was winning, you know, um, and then the Dominic Reyes fight, which he did, I don't know, he didn't, he didn't seem like his typical self in that fight, but this is the thing, Weidman, although just, it's not a great run of late, he has fought at a really high level, really high level, you know, uh, definitely higher than what Akhmadov has, and I think he's seen everything that Akhmadov could throw at him, and handled it in, you know, in other fights, so I think Weidman can right the ship here, you know, I, it, it definitely all comes down to mindset, though. But, uh, yeah. Right now, I'm going to go with Weidman. But, uh, who? yeah, as I said, it, it goes down to mindset. It, you, I think we can kind of make a bit of a decision from the what we see of him, you know, on the scales, in the open workouts, all of that. But, yeah, yeah it's interesting. It's interesting. Should be a good fight though. But now the main event. So we got Derek, the Black Beast Lewis, against Alexi, the Boa Constrictor Olenek. So it's heavyweight clash. Oh, and it is. You know what I mean? It's gonna be fun. So Lewis, twenty-three and seven. <laughs> oh man, eighteen knockouts. He does have one submission on the record. I don't know who the fuck that was against. <laughs> because, you know. <laughs> Man. So that was uh, back in 2010. <laughs> Worldwide gladiator. Um, so, yeah, I think that. Probably speaks to itself. But he's on a two-fight win streak. Right? So he beat Blagov 
in and of. Um, and then after that, he beat Elia Latifi. Um, yeah, you know, Lewis, he's been there. He's fought some tough dudes. He's definitely fought some tough dudes. Been in the UFC for a while, man. You know, since 2012. Man, Jared Rochot was um, his debut fight. <laughs> now, Olenek. I mean, what the fuck can we say about him? 59 and 13. It's, it's crazy. He's got eight KOs, right? So half the number of Lewis's. But 14, 46 submissions. That is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But we've seen it. We have seen it. it, it it's insane. Like the, um, you know, the Ezekiel choke he got from guard against Judy Albini. It was just like, what is happening here? Um, but yeah, you know, he's on a, a two-fight win streak. Morris Green, and then Fabricio Verdum, <laughs> which was on the Gaethje Ferguson card. Um, so yeah, he's already fought twice this year. Morris Green was on the McGregor Cerrone card. So yeah, he's keeping himself busy, keeping himself busy, and he's fought tough guys, you know. Overeem fought Harris, Mark Hunt. Albini, Curtis Blades, Travis Brown. Yeah, he's been in there. He's been in there and he's paid his dues for sure. Right, so they both fought um, Jared Rochot. Both beat him. You know? Um, yeah, Olenek made his debut in 2014 for a win over Anthony Hamilton. I mean, Olenek's striking has definitely been better. Like, I mean, it's definitely gotten better, right? I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to say Olenek gets it. Because, look, Lewis's ground, we, we've never really seen Lewis's ground. He's powered out of stuff. But, you know... Nothing skill-wise. So, yeah. We've seen him being taken... Like, that's what... um, You know... Uh, God damn it. Who's... You know... The, the champ, DC. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Oh, my God. What is wrong with me? And... Um... Fuck! What is DC's name? Daniel Cormier. Jesus Christ. Yes, we saw Cormier just get Lewis down and, yeah, dominate him on the ground. And, you know, Olenek has definitely got better jits. So, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I think 
Olenek is probably the underdog in this one, but fuck it. I'm going to say Olenek. I think um, some crazy is going to happen, you know? I, yeah, I'm looking forward to this card, though, people. This is going to be a fun one for sure. It's definitely going to be a fun one. So, um, yeah, there it is. Um, let's keep our fingers crossed and hopefully no cancellations off this one. All right? But, uh, yeah, people, there we go. Okay, people, so we're drawing to an end of another episode, but before we do, I, one thing I found interesting, right, so Tim Elliott and Jamal Hill have both been, um, yeah, they tested positive for marijuana um, in May, so this is in May, UFC on ESPN 9, right? Which does seem kind of weird It seems weird Because Weed is legal Right And I kind of feel that Everyone knows weed doesn't do anything For your performance It's definitely not making you punch harder You know Some people it may help them focus But Yeah It's not It's nothing crazy And I think because I feel those both of those fighters took their fights on short notice. Which kind of means that, like, yeah, there might be a little bit more in your system. So you kind of feel that cats need to be given a buy on that shit. Seems crazy that you're popping people for weed, you know? So I'm hoping that that shit gets sorted out. But, uh... I know, we will see We will see, right Now, there is some other news So, on the 15th UFC 252 Chris Ducas Will be fighting Parker Porter Um, I believe that's at heavyweight Okay, so, um Yeah, that'll be fun The following week On the 22nd Dwight Grant Is gonna be fighting Jared Gooden Who will be making his UFC debut Then on the 5th of September Ricky Simone is fighting Brian Boom Boom Kelleher Which, yo, that's gonna be A fun fucking fight, man And both of those cats Are keeping busy for sure then we go to the 10th of October Marcus Perez He's going to be fighting Rodolfo Vieira Oh man, Vieira is He's a jiu-jitsu G And he's tough as a motherfucker So yeah, that's going to be an interesting one um, Also on that card Ben Rothwell's fighting Marcin Tabora that's gonna be interesting, right? And hey, it's been confirmed Yaya Rodriguez is out of his fight with Zabit Magarajashipov on the um, 29th of August. So, no word yet to whether, um, you know, there's gonna be a replacement. 
or what's gonna happen. All I hope, right, whoever they come, they get to come in, if they do, it's still gotta be five rounds. We gotta see Zabit in a five round headliner. Now, hey, if he ends the fight, you know, or someone ends the fight before that, hey, that's all good, man. But the fight itself needs to be five, right? So if no one's ended it by round of three, we want to see a fourth and a fifth. Because, you know, I think we've all seen that Zabit's gas tank has let him down. And he's lost third rounds, right? So, yeah, it's like... Can he grind and still win? That's what we want to know, man. You know? So, uh, yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens with this. I'm hoping the fight still goes. But, um, yeah, it's just who are they going to... Who could possibly step in for this? Hey, I'm wondering if it if it's definite... If they do make it definite five, if... Um, you know, uh, oh my gosh, I'm the name. I'm, I'm just gonna blank on the name. Oh, fuck. Like he, um, fought Eve recently. Ah, oh, shit. You know, I'm talking about people, but I wonder if he would rebatch because he won the third, clearly. So, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. But people, because it seems that my mind is, uh, yeah, let me down. I'm going to (laughs) bounce. And, um, yeah, we will probably be back on Friday. Yeah. So, uh, until then, people, have fun. Do you. And we'll catch up later. All right. Peace.